0: Welcome everyone to the Ask a CEO Show. Ask a CEO Interviews bring us inside the corner office and C-suite for discussions with top executives about their journey to leadership and the reality of running their companies today. Our host, Greg DiMetrio, is the CEO of Lorraine Gregory Communications, an award-winning integrated marketing company. He is also the founder of gregscorneroffice.com, the home of the Ask a CEO Interviews.
1: and see what the journey was to the CEO position and uh, what it's like running their companies every day. Today, we have a very dynamic CEO, Karen Tannenbaum. She's the Long Island tax attorney. Our company is Tannenbaum Law PC. She's worked on major accounting firms. She's worked with many of the government agencies. She's an advisor, a consultant, She's uh, had her firm since 1996. She's much in demand as a speaker, a contributor, a panelist, and a presenter. She's very dynamic. She's uh, uh, very personable, and she's a dear friend of mine. So let's welcome Karen Paterbell. Welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you. So just to set the stage, our office is a mix of CEOs and people on their own journey to the CEO office. Now you run a, a, a really important legal practice here online, which is virtually, it's a business, right? So your input yeah. to those people, like myself, I always get a pearl out of these interviews. There's always something for, for everyone, right? Especially if you're sitting in the CEO suite, you know, you always come out with a pearl. So that's why I love doing it. You know, my day job is one thing, but doing the ask the CEO interviews is just my passion now. So the two areas that that our people really are interested in are a your personal bio where to come from how to get here, and b what it's like for you on a day to day basis. So we're going to try and parse some of that and see what we can get out of Karen talking of about. Well, Karen, what's your personal bio? How did you get to where you are today?
2: So first, I want to thank you so much, Greg, for inviting me to this. I've watched you all these years and I've admired you and it's so exciting to be on on your show. So I really appreciate that you invited me and I hope that I can share some pearls of wisdom that help other uh, people on their journey. So I thank you for that. So I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs and uh, people who have amazing work ethics. Um, My father is in his late eighties and he still goes to work Monday to Friday. Um, He's in his own business with my two brothers and uh, growing up around the dinner table, we would uh, chat. My mother was also, uh, a hard-working woman. Uh, she retired in her 80s, <laughs> and uh, uh, but still uh, very uh, vibrant. And both of them uh, would chat about different business uh, aspects sitting around the, di- the dinner table every night. So I always heard about marketing and sales and collection issues and uh, personnel, employees, all those kinds of things. So. I always knew that I would be involved somehow in a business either helping others as an accountant or an attorney or in my own business and here I've merged it all so I'm both a CPA and an attorney I have a law firm and I help and I help small businesses and individuals so it really put it all together I have to say that
1: I interviewed uh, a CEO from a company in British Columbia who is involved in the laboratory side of healthcare and she pretty much had the same scenario. Her mom and dad worked for Corning, right? And they would talk about the problems they had. One was in, in HR. The other one was in sales development. And they would have this whole business conversation over the dinner table. And she said, I just absorbed it all. You know, and it, it gave me a whole different uh, look and mindset of what I needed to do for myself. So that's really interesting that you would say that.
2: And to this day, I still call my parents for business advice as things come up. So I I ended up going to uh, four years of college for accounting. I majored in accounting. I came right out and went to law school. And because I wanted to be certified as a CPA, licensed as a CPA, um, I went right into big eight accounting firms. I'm a Deloitte alum and what now is a KPMG, although it was many mergers before that. Um, And then I went to Long Island law firms. I started a family. I didn't want to commute anymore into the city. I was going to NYU uh, for my LLM and tax, the the law school. And then I said, you know what? When all that is complete, I'm going to uh, do something on Long Island. I went to large law firms on Long Island. I was at uh, Ruskin, Moscow, and I was at Farrell Fritz. And because at that time I was able to network on a regular basis, I started bringing in business to a big extent. I was bringing in business. And I said, you know what? I could do this on my own. So, uh, I started my 25 years ago. I started
1: my own firm. I was going to just say that to 25 years, you started your own firm, you've built it up considerably. Everybody knows you in our geography for sure. Uh, I don't know if that's a product of you just being so accessible or the firm that you've built, but I, I enjoy watching all the different things. I can't imagine some of the things you've been involved with the panels and the conferences and all of that stuff. So. You, you bring, you bring your skill to the table. You know you can only get so far with being personable, but then you gotta cut the mustard. And, and you've done that for 25 years.
2: The way you build up uh, a firm and, and, and get good results is to really build up a team. I always say, uh, you can have it all, you just can't do it all yourself. You need to surround yourself with amazing people. And so I've had a team in my office and out of my office because I've gone to all these networking functions and have been involved in Long Island for over 35 years i have met unbelievable professionals accountants attorneys financial advisors marketing people and everybody has either been a resource to me or referred business to me or i've been a resource to them and i think when you have that give and take you know you establish a relationship with these people and and you trust each other and i think that's what's so important especially on long island you know everybody knows everybody and so it's really been a wonderful yeah. community that i all these years I have to I have to say I, I love Long Island
1: so you built this firm what's the difference I mean there's lots and lots of firms on Long Island many of them hang a shingle they say they are this that and the other thing and they're all across the board right they're all experts in every single silo you're different you have a main you have a focus tell me why your firm is different than most
2: sure so I have a niche firm a boutique law firm all we handle are uh, IRS and New York state tax issues. So we concentrate on those areas. So over the 25 years, we've really built up some expertise. You're not allowed to say the word expert, I think, as a lawyer, you're not allowed to call yourself an expert, but we've really built up, um, a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge. We know all the players on the federal and on the state level, and we know the path through the forest. So if you have a tax problem, whether it's, um, you're being audited for a residency because you have more than one home or you're being audited for sales tax or you owe money, let's say, to the federal government and you need an installment agreement or you need an offer and compromise or there's an innocent spouse issue or you're a non-filer. We know the path. We can give you suggestions. We can't guarantee results, but we've gotten some pretty good results uh, in saving money, um, in giving people some um, peace and calmness. You know, when you have this kind of problem, it's very stressful. Uh, A lot of people don't even open the envelopes when they get a letter from the government. So it's really nice to have somebody on your team that can help you get through this and give you peace of mind as well and and, and get you a good result.
1: What's the difference in being a practicing attorney, which you still are, and running a firm? Where's the line drawn and how do you manage that?
2: So I was lucky enough to go through a few business programs. Um, Count Me In had a program called Make Mine a Million. They um, partnered with American Express and the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program uh, was open to me. And those two programs brought to light that every business, including law firms are all the same. So they all need you as the leader, the team, uh, marketing, sales, processes and procedures, a good client experience, etc., etc., you know, dealing with the financial aspects, the money and the metrics, um, etc., etc. And I think that when you realize that all businesses are the same, you learn to run your law firm like a business. So yes, you have to get great results and you have to bring in clients, but it's a business. So we have a dashboard that summarizes the key performance indicators um, and we look at it regularly. And I actually just started a program at the Suffolk Bar Association through their Academy of Law on how to run and grow a law firm, a law practice. And we had a speaker uh, last week, a woman who wrote a book, Brooke Lively. She wrote the book, um, "The Six uh, From Panic to Profit, the six key figures every law firm needs to know. And what you realize, it's really the same in every business. And so that's important, to get guidance, to have resources, and to... Um, Again, get your team together and have somebody in each group managing the sales, the marketing, the money, et cetera.
1: So you and I are both alumni from the Goldman Sachs program. And it's a, it's a how do I want to say this? It's a, it's a CEO boot camp uh, where they put a mix of CEOs in the same room and you learn very quickly that no matter what industry you're in, happening, legal, manufacturing, service, retail, they're all the same. There's little nuances on what you face the customers with, but otherwise they're all the same. And you need to pay attention to the same things across the board. So it's very interesting that we're both alumni of that. Before we go to commercial though, I wanna, yeah, it's really, it was amazing because it actually helped me, you know, maybe not so much grow the company because we're a slow growth company because it's organic and you can't really do much uh, to push it you wait for people to come in to you. It allowed me to maintain the health of the company no matter what time we were in, no matter what where we were in the growth curve. So that was an invaluable scenario and you apparently heard it all.
2: It's a great community of people because there's still a resource and they still put together uh, programs on a regular basis to help you get to the next growth level.
1: All right, we've all suffered through COVID. Uh, You have a practice, you have a team. What did that do to the practice in terms of not being able to be in front of clients and have meetings and so forth? How did you adjust?
2: So we did a few things. First of all, we uh, became a resource to the community. The first thing we did, we started putting on webinars because uh, the IRS and New York State changed their filing date from April 15th to July 15th. And they also, the IRS reduced and relaxed some of their collection methods. And I think there was a hold on collection in many of the different areas. They didn't have new liens and they didn't have new levies and they didn't go after wages, et cetera. And so we wanted to tell the community what was going on. So we immediately started broadcasting webinars. We did it for uh, the accounting associations, the legal associations, and then trade associations. We went to the Restaurant Association because they were really hurt badly. And we went to a number of other financial institutions that had uh, customers and clients that needed advice. And we immediately put out um, uh, PowerPoints and we, we created um, uh, a link to our website that had all the details that you needed to know. So that was the first thing we did. The second thing we did is, of course, we went everything digital. So in terms of client experience, uh, if you wanted to have a Zoom consultation, that was no problem. If you wanted to do it by phone, that was no problem. We actually had a hotline, a free hotline, where you could call in and ask your questions, and we gave you free advice. We created an app called Tax Helpline. It's free to everybody. You could download it, Tax Helpline. And it links to the IRS websites, New York State's website, our website, our calendar, if you want to schedule an appointment, and we gave a free minute, a free 15 minute consultation. We also then said, um, it's obvious that we can't do all these in-person events. What are we going to do for marketing? So we, we pivoted and we said we need a new website. So we're actually still working on that. Uh, we're ready to launch it probably uh, in the next few weeks. And um, went very heavily into social media. We have YouTube videos that are for free, everyone could watch. And so we're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook, Instagram. And so we're out there again to help the public if they have any uh, questions about uh, the tax law. And in fact, right now I could tell you that just recently in November, the IRS came out again with uh, reduced and relaxed uh, initiatives relating to collection. So if you only owe $250,000 or less to the IRS, there are now many alternatives for you uh, in terms of what you could do with the installment agreements, um, payments, et cetera. And they also change some of the things relating to offers in compromise if you can't make your next payment. And with, with respect to New York State, uh, everyone's telecommuting. And so there are so many rules that, and, and it's very complicated. Uh, New York State came out with FAQs that talk about uh, where, you, where you're gonna, where you're gonna pay tax and pretty much in New York, if you've always been paying tax in New York. And so again, we have this tax helpline that links to all the rules. So everyone can download it for free. My
1: head hurts from listening to all of these regulations <laughs> and rules and possibilities. Oh my God, God well, bless you, can, pleasure, girl. Have i just call and I'll tell everybody the yeah. rules. Listen, we're gonna take a little bit of a break to pay some bills now. So if you don't mind, just stand by, we'll be back in about you know maybe 30 seconds or so, okay? Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. Want to get your marketing and advertising out to the widest audience with maximum effect? Check out Lorraine Gregory Communications, an award-winning agency telling personal and brand stories for more than 30 years. Tell your company's story with digital and traditional advertising and marketing. Visit LorraineGregory.com today.
1: Okay, we're back with Karen Tanavan. The CEO of, of well, I don't know if you know, your managing partner, I guess, of <laughs> about Mountain Law PC, right? A Long Island tax attorney, uh, and it's very exciting, very uh, enlightening what she's gone through. So we just talked about the COVID situation in there. Now I know the other part of you is you're very, you're a very big advocate for financial literacy. All across the board. Now, I remember you had produced a little booklet, if I'm not mistaken, Walter the Vault. Tell us a little bit about Walter.
2: So, Walter the Vault, you can go to walterthevault.com, and it teaches uh, little children about money. So, many years ago, I started a nonprofit called Commerce Plaza. We have since donated it to Yes Community Counseling, and it's a program where fifth graders come and uh, go on, pre-COVID went on a field trip, they would learn a curriculum in school and then they would come on a field trip and they would run uh, a business, one of 10 businesses for the day in a cute little uh, in a simulated environment and Capital One donated money every year. Ikea um, decorated the place and the kids really get a job and a check and then they go around shopping. So they're both a business operator and a consumer and it's really fun to watch the kids. But I also said, uh, how are we gonna teach even younger kids about the money? So we started walterthevault.com and he's an animated character that's fun and he speaks in rhyme. Um, I'm Walter the Vault, I'm friendly and nice. I'm filled up with rhymes and financial advice. Save your nickels, save your dimes, listen well to all my rhymes. And if you do, it's me you'll thank for all the money in your bank. And so we have lots of fun books and games and tools if you go to the website, there's money change. Money's of coming out of the sky, and you could catch all the pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, or you could catch dollar twenty five. And I was also because I'm active in all the accounting associations. Uh, the New York State Society of CPAs Nassau chapter uh, made me the inaugural chair of their financial literacy committee, and we had a family fair. And we were on now Fox 5, News 12. We were at the Long Island Children's Museum. We've been in Long Island Business okay. News. We've been getting some notoriety.
1: That actually brings up my next question. All right, you are such a visible ambassador for your firm. How do you find enough time in a day to do that? And why is it so important to you to do it that
2: way? So I really enjoy what I do, I have to say. You know, every year at the beginning of the year, I list all my different projects and my hobbies and my interests, and then I try and allocate time to do it. every one of those things. So I block out time. Uh, I have to say, I enjoy my life and I do um, have flexibility because I'm the owner of the business, but I also actually give flexibility to everyone on my, on my team and my staff. Um, and so I try and fit it all in. I think it's a great life, a very full, rich life. You couldn't possibly do that without a really
1: terrific staff behind you. You Can't do it. Tell me a little bit about some of the people that work
2: for you. I am very lucky. I have to say, so I have people that have been with me for many, many years. So I have an office manager that's been with me for many years. I have, and she's in charge of um, uh, client relations as well. And then uh, we have another person who's with us for also many years that helps out with technology and automation. And in fact, she's the one who created the app for us, which is amazing. And uh, we have an intake person that's been with me for almost 20 years. Um, My bookkeeper has been with me. I'm I'm doing this 25 years. My bookkeeper has been with me 26 years. She started the year before where we were taking up labels to send out announcements. Isn't that crazy? And she became my bookkeeper. Um, We have great attorneys. Uh, Some of the attorneys have been with me also many, many, many years, Uh, seasoned professionals that really know the law and the way through dealing with the, the government. And they're just so nice that the, the clients, you know, request them. Um, we have a great marketing team. I have a great financial analyst. And have a good team.
1: Karen,
2: I think that comes from the top, the niceness and the
1: agariousness and the personalities. I think that absolutely comes from the top. And with you being at the top, it can't help but filter down to the staff. So I a kick you. are such, such a wonderful person, I love you to death. So listen, so we all learn from challenges and opportunities. I'm gonna give you two shots at this. What was the biggest challenge you ever faced and what was the biggest opportunity, whether you took it
2: or you didn't? Okay, so I have to say COVID really became an opportunity because now we're, we're digital in more ways than we were before. Uh, again, we, we allow flexibility and people could work remotely. And it, it, it encouraged us to uh, ramp up the website and the social media and the online presence because I was physically running around to all those events, like you said. I mean, I would go to two or three events sometimes in a day um, to be everywhere. And now I, I've expanded geographically. I'm getting calls from people in California. We represent someone who um, used to make, uh, he worked for Broadway, would make set designs for Broadway. And he has he owes a lot of money to the IRS and he has a tax problem and uh he's not going to work all of 2020 and half of 2021 at a minimum and here he is in California and he called me so it really opens up an opportunity to not be geographically uh stuck to just New York and Long Island
1: we've gone through the same thing the more prominent we've become and thank god not good uh, we've done a pretty good job at that. We are getting close. I just interviewed a guy this morning from London. So it, it just it's there, you have to build it up. It's gonna happen. The reputation that you put out, the ability of your firm to do what you say you do is going to morph itself. So you might be in for a rebrand because LI tax attorney is a little confined. So you might wanna think about that. Anyhow, so before I let you go, oh wait a minute, you didn't give me the, the opportunity.
2: If I rebrand, I already have um, a valuable website, LI Tax Attorney, so I don't know. I mean, I guess I could start another one and and have it merged together, but I wouldn't want to give up the assets that I've already uh, created, to be honest with you. We'll talk offline, I'll
1: tell you. Okay, Okay, good, uh, good, good. good.
2: A resource, that's what I
1: said. At one point, we had six companies working off the same website, so I can help you. right, so anyhow, so before I let you go, We like to give the audience from the CEO seat the best piece of advice we've ever gotten and the best piece of advice you could give CEOs coming up to your level.
2: Okay, so there are two things. One, I think I said it earlier, you can have it all. You just can't do it all yourself. You need an amazing team. You need to surround yourself with with a lot of people that have the right strengths. so I like to recognize everyone's strengths and give them the proper position to bring out those strengths. So that's the first thing. Um, The second is, I think uh, Mario Cuomo said it, uh, success is easy. Figure out what you want to do and then do it. So I always say you have to have clarity and consistency. So you have to figure out what it is that you want, what your goals are, and then take a step every single day towards your dream. Just step by step by step, little steps. So you're not building the house all at once. You're going brick by brick, but with an end goal.
1: I always say that if you show up every day and work hard, right, you're only responsible for the effort. The result will take care of itself. And it seems like we're on the same page with that. So Karen, I want to thank you so, so much for being on the show today. Uh, Very, very, very enlightening. And your career is just amazing. People should emulate it. And tell the people where they can get a hold of you if they want more information about yourself or about your firm.
2: Sure. So it's Tenenbaum Law, and we're at litaxattorney.com. And I'm Karen Tenenbaum, and you can always call us at 631-465-5000 or download our app, Tax Helpline.
1: Perfect. Thank you, Karen. Thank you you so much.
2: Thank you so much. This was wonderful.
1: Thank you. Well, that's a wrap for today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Karen Tennebaum. Uh We bring CEOs of her quality and caliber on on our, every show. Uh, with Global now, we've been uh, interviewing some really cool international CEOs. Uh, they all bring something special to the table. So we're asking you that if you liked what you saw, liked what you heard, uh, I would like you to subscribe, like, share, all right, the video version is available on YouTube at Greg's Corner Office channel. The podcasts are available on all the uh, typical and prominent uh, streaming platforms. You can reach me at LorraineGregory.com or Greg, G-R-E-G at lgcli.com. So please remember, like, share, and share all as widely as you can. Thank you so much.
0: That's a wrap on another Ask a CEO interview. We hope you enjoyed the talk. We'd love to hear from you. Visit gregscorneroffice.com, click the Ask a CEO tab, search your favorite listening app, or view on YouTube. Click the subscribe button. And don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook. Until next time, goodbye from Ask a CEO.